Hey everybody, welcome, welcome back. Two weeks off and the show is back. Uh, today's show, you're going to hear me talk about the baseball lockout. You also hear us talk about today who is the NBA's face, the, the billboard if you will. And we discuss today's modern athlete and we break it down to see if it's a real difference and change of what athletes used to be like a long time ago. So buckle up, fasten your seatbelt, take a look at your cell phone, because more than likely you're listening on your cell phone. And remember this, you're listening to Downright Sports. And it is showtime. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and <laughs> recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Ho. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I be the music biz number one supplier. Flyer than a piece of paper bearing my name. Got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain. That's right, ho. Not DOC, but similar to them letters. No one could do it better. I check cheddar like a food inspector My homie Strick told me, dude, finish your breakfast So that's what I'ma do, take you back to the dude with the Lexus Fast forward the jewels and the necklace Let me tell you dudes what I do to protect this Shoot at you actors like movie directors Say the movie, dogs. Now, before I finish, let me just say I did not come here to show out Did not come here to impress you Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone And I don't care what you think about me But just remember when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you, Jack. Thing ain't lie, I done came through the block and everything that's fly. I'm like Che Guevara with bling on, I'm complex. I never claim to have wings on, nigga, I get my by any means on. Whenever there's a drought, get your umbrellas out because that's when I brainstorm. You can blame Sean, but I ain't inventing the game. I just rolled the dice trying to get some change. And I do it twice, ain't no sense in me lying as if I am a different man. And I can blame my environment, but ain't no reason why I be buying expensive chains. Hope you don't think users are the only abusers, niggas getting high within the game. If you do, then how would you explain? I'm 10 years removed, still the vibe is in my veins. I got a hustler spirit, nigga, period. Check out my hat, yo, peep the way I wear it. Check out my swag, yo, I walk like a ball player No matter where you go, you are what you are, player And you can try to change, but that's just the top layer Man, you was who you was before you got here Only God can judge me, so I'm gone Either love me or leave me alone Now, back to our regular scheduled program. L'album noir. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the second part of the season, if you will. Welcome, everybody, to an all new Downright Sports Radio. Uh, I'm your host, Brent Reed, the notorious sports critic. 
If you will, Mr. Showtime is back. If this is the first time you're ever listening to the show, we appreciate it. You can hear the show every Wednesday at 4 o'clock drive time on Live 365 DJChaseRadio.com. Well, actually, I said that wrong. You can listen to the show at Live365.com slash DJ Chase Radio and you can listen to it also on Thursdays at 8 o'clock on DynastyRadioNY.com and you can listen to the show Saturdays at 3 o'clock p.m. at uh, TrapRadarRadio.com also or Live365 slash TrapRadarRadio and you can always, always, always download the show at any major uh, podcast platform Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, you name it, we're there. I am sorry if I feel tongue-tied. I've been only preparing this show for two weeks, and today the show took a twist. I'm recording for the first time on YouTube Live. Uh, The crazy thing is I got the camera all off completely, so I promise you next week it should look a little bit better if you're Missed it on YouTube Live, which I wouldn't be surprised if everybody did. You can always check out the show on YouTube, the the edited version where it's just cut down. You can also check out the show on Instagram. You can catch clips on TikTok. Your boy is everywhere, unlike baseball. So today, I'm going to give you an idea. Let's let's, Let's take you behind the curtain, if we will. And originally... I had a different segment that we were going to start the show off with. Instead, we started the show off with the cold open. Then Jay-Z welcomed us back with the public service announcement. Then I had to present to you the baseball lockout, in my opinions. So baseball, the players and the owners cannot agree on anything. They can't come to a conclusion. They can't make it happen. They, They just seem like they're not able to come to some sort of understanding and why is that could it tell you could it could it give you an answer the biggest thing but if you're looking for an answer your answer always comes down to one thing and one thing only money 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 i need the money give me the money now this is an argument now you're, you're saying to yourself if you're a common fan well they're already rich this isn't fair where's where's the love in the game Stick around for the second segment because we will touch on that. But there is the bigger issue is not necessarily who's right or wrong here. Are the players right and the owners right? No, the bigger issue is the biggest disconnect the owners and the players have from uh, the game. Their disconnects are different in so many different ways. Let me count the ways. I think that's a song. Uh, I can't remember who wrote that song. That is a song, though. Um, Let me count the ways. Some crap like that. (laughs) Anyway, so where are we at now? Where, where, Where is this all going? So what are they fighting for, if you will? Well, owners are fighting for to keep all the money. They want to have the ability to prolong free agency because the idea behind that is you could basically sign younger talent for like next to nothing and then when they do approach free agency no one will want them not even their own mothers 
Where the other side of it, the players are like, hold on, Jim. We want to go to free agency a lot sooner. We would like to, when we become free agents, to make more money. And we would love to be able to um, get a little more piece of some of that sweet, sweet moolah that you guys make off of revenue. Well, baseball is the first sport to have organized union. Baseball is one of the first sports to the lockouts and strikes. They go back as far as, you you know, that that's just part of the game. But now, this issue is falling on deaf ears. Fans are fed up. Fans don't really care. Fans have voiced their opinions. Fans have expressed multiple times how they feel about this game and where this game is at. So one of the biggest fans, well, a fan, I don't know if he's the biggest fan, but a fan and a good friend of mine and the form, the original co-host of this show a long, long time ago, John Connie, uh, he uh, I posted something on Facebook and you can always check out um, you can always check out latest updates at uh, Downright Sports Facebook group. I probably should promote more in there, but I have another job. Anyway, um, as I posted, whose fault was it? And John goes on one. Uh, nope, nope. This is where it started. Well, MLB has been dying for a while. The game needs to change. Purists won't allow any changes. I'm not saying to run it into um, a banana game, but need more action and less waste of time. This is true. On one hand, I get it. When people talk about the four-point line in basketball, I go 8S. And, and hell no. But on the up, but the but excuse me, but things like mid-season tournaments or TBT rules for end of for ending a game, yeah, I can see that. Keep the game evolving and exciting and you'll listen to your fans. Hard hand checking needs to come back and different hour long conversation. That's a different hour long conversation. Now back to baseball. After John's, I wish John still did the show because nobody goes on a rant like John. All right. Nine innings in baseball is effing hard, man. If they ha- could ever compare, um, excuse me, if they can ever compose and get it to seven innings, I think it would uh, do a lot for the sport and extend careers, but you also need a whole new record book at that point. So that's John's opinion, and sorry if I butchered that, but that's John's opinion on how to kind of fix the game. I don't know if you go to seven innings. I like nine-inning baseball. I love baseball. I hate the way it is turned into, uh, basically, I have to go to Harvard, and then uh, I have to attend Stanford and get a degree in engineering to try to figure out what in the heck they're doing to the game. Basically, the idea of this analytic-style game is what's killing the game. That's one reason the game, that's one big reason. Because a game is very simple. Hit ball, get on base. Hit ball, move runner. Hit ball, score run. Catch ball, pitch ball. That's it. That's the, the game of baseball. It can't get any simpler. The next simplest sport would be basketball. Shoot ball into rim. Get rebound. Pass ball. Shoot ball into rim. Soccer is pretty simple too, but they complicated with a lot of falling and crying. But that's a story for another day. 
The issue with baseball is it has become it is no longer the common man sport. Baseball is a sport kids can play in the neighborhoods. It's a sport kids can play in the street. It was a sport. All you had to do was get five guys and you could have a game. You made up bases. That tree, that rock, that stick was first base, second base, third, and anything could have been home plate. That was the game of baseball. You learned, you played, you evolved. The game has become so cosmetic. It has become just monotonous. It has literally turned into the most organized sport out there for no godforsaken reason. If you look at the game, there's no fun in it anymore. Guys are afraid to high five. Oh, you gotta honor the game. What are we honoring? What are we honoring? Seriously, what what made up rules? There was no gentleman's agreement. Ty Cobb slid in the second base with his cleats up. But that's the owner's problem. The owners have taken the game away from baseball guys. That's the old term. They've taken the game away from the on-field managers and put the game in the hands of nerds. I'm just saying. They've put the game in the hands of guys who don't. If you go back and watch Moneyball, the not Brad Pitt's character, but Jonah Hill's character, wasn't even a sports fan. I'll do you one better. I was work. I used to work at an airport as uh, I worked for a rental car company. And this kid came off the plane and told me he was getting ready to work for the local minor league team here, where I record the show out of out of Lynchburg, Virginia. And I was like, "Oh, awesome! What position you play?" And he literally looked me in the face and goes, oh, "I never played. I didn't even like baseball." A friend of mine is a general manager. Or my dad's friend knows the GM, so they got me a job as assistant GM. He never played. He doesn't know the game. And that guy is in charge of hand-selecting players. That's the issue with the game. Now, what's the, players, what's the issue with the players? Players have forgotten the, the most simplest rule of the game of baseball. Just have fun, man. Just have fun. They've become stiff. They've become mechanical, if you will. There's no emotion. You got guys like Max Scherzer that gives so much emotion. He's out there. Yeah! Uh, Bryce Harper tries to bring the fun back. Uh, um, uh, Freddie Tatis Jr. is trying to bring fun back. Guys are trying, but the game is still so stiff. And it's just so... It's not the game I grew up on. Well, I'm sorry. The game I grew up on watching guys have fun. Gregory Jr. put the hat to the back. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa... Uh, no, excuse me, Mark McGuire and Jose Caseco with the Bash Brothers bashing their arms into one another. Ricky Henderson would talk smack while sliding in second, third, and home just stealing it. Let's get back to that. That's the other issue. The fundamentals of the game has been destroyed. This newfound thing of launch angle, projective, how far. The game of baseball, you're trying to appeal to a younger audience by saying just hit home runs. But not but hitting home runs is not the end all be all. Watching the guy on first and second and the guy drop a bunt and that guy at second base trying to get no excuse me, I give you a better scenario. This is run at first and third. You got the number seven guy up, there's only one out, and now you put on uh, uh, you put on the runner at first stealing while the batter is trying to lay down a bunt through the first baseline trying to get that third baseman home and now you see some excitement. You see the minds working. You see if the other team's defense is prepared and ready. Instead of just taking six players and putting them on one side of the field because you know the guy's a pull hitter. That is just not right. That'd be literally, that would be like the NBA deciding to take um, 
three players and just stack them on top of each other to prevent a guy from scoring a, a layup or a three-point shot because it's at a certain angle, it's no longer a, a goaltend. Or that would literally be the NFL equivalent of just putting all 11 guys on defense and just lining them up on the goal line and saying, try to score. Or in soccer, you take 10 guys, and you take 7 guys, you just put them in front of the goal, and you say, now kick it. I guess you could do that on penalty kicks, but they not even that close. There's only four guys. The point I'm making is the game of baseball has become stupid. It has become, in some ways, outdated. In a lot of ways, it's become tone deaf. In so many other words, the game of baseball is in a universe of its own, and it needs to be destroyed. It needs to be rebooted. It needs to be woken up. And the problem, the crazy thing is the owners aren't even that stiff. They're not some old, decrepit guys like in the NFL. They just don't care because they just print money. Newsflash, baseball. Nobody goes to Miami Marlins games. Nobody barely goes to the Cleveland Guardians. Nobody goes to see the Oakland A's unless they're good. Mets fans always go. The Mets suck, and they will go anytime. But a lot of baseball stadiums are empty. Why? Because you're asking play, you're asking fans to come sit and watch a game that's just not fun anymore. There's no fun in the game anymore. The best part of the game, and yes, I am a Yankee fan, but here's what made the game so exciting. The Yankees would have the best players and other teams had to beat the Yankees. Now we're watching teams that nobody cares about make it to the World Series and people are just like, yeah, they made it. whoop do you do Who won the World Series this year? The Atlanta Braves. Baseball went crazy because Braves have a big following. Now the Braves are on the potential of losing one of their best players ever, Freddie Freeman. Why? To the Yankees, maybe. That's the rumors. Imagine the Yankees get Freddie Freeman. Braves will hate the Yankees. Now the rivalry is renewed. The game of baseball is about storytelling. The WWE is not about... AEW is about storytelling. Baseball, the original game of baseball is about storytelling. Here's the greatest player. Here's the greatest teams. Here's who can beat them. David versus Goliath. Now the game of baseball is about who can do math problems. Who can solve equations. Who's good at, at, at algebra. <laughs> it's disgusting. And it's, it's sad. The, it, will this kill the game? I'm going to tell you right here, right now. If they don't play, if they can't start the season by April, if they can't get this thing resolved by the end of this week, which is the first week of March, if they can't get this lockout resolved, if they can't come up to a solution, the game of baseball will die. People, hockey spent years, years after they missed an entire season just trying to draw the little bitty fan back. If you remember, and uh, baseball fans, there was a time you couldn't watch an NHL game on a national television. You had to watch it on a channel called Versus. Anybody remember that? I do. Baseball, you were days away from being on tubing. Think I'm joking. <laughs> Try it, okay? Try it, because that's where you at. That's where you're at right now in the 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 world in the eyes of the world. You're in a position to where you're mainly just going to just kill your product if you can't come go into a room and for the good of the game, not the good of you, the good of the game, both somebody's gotta lose in the negotiation. Somebody's gotta lose. 
And the point is you need to get it back to where you're on the field. Because if you're not front and center, here are two sports that are chasing after you to take that summer spot. They're, oh, three, excuse me. Football is coming back for the summer. You got the USFL and soon the XFL has got a partnership with the NFL. MLS, which is, is still growing, but MLS, the WNBA, don't sleep. Fans will find an outlet. Fans will find what makes baseball so special in the summertime. It's outside. You get a hot dog, get some Cracker Jacks, get a beer. You know what I'm saying? You buy your kids a, 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 a ice cream and everybody sits and, yay, seven in the stretch. It's interactive. It's a small, you know what I'm saying? But you'll lose it because what will happen is MLS has that crazy fan following. All it takes is a WNBA to figure out, hmm, maybe we should start playing some outside games. And then there's a new summer sport. I do say they should play outside. Like, kind of keep it where you don't die from heat exhaustion, but they can figure that out. Maybe a couple games. I say the WNBA plays a rock again. That would be dope. That would be dope. Hey, everybody, this is Downright Sports here on Lock. Uh, crap. <laughs> it's always crazy. Live feeds is never easy, boy. Hey, this is Downright Sports back after two weeks off. You're listening to it on Live 365 slash DJ Chase Radio. You're also listening to it on DynastyRadioNY.com. You're also kicking it and listening to it on Trap Radar Radio. But you can download any place, anytime at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, um, Apple, <laughs> I think I said that, Radio Public, Anchor, every major platform you can download the show, which is pretty awesome. So become a fan of the show. Uh, what we're going to do, um, I'm actually going to try something different i never done when I went live. So I'm just going to take the headphones off and because the podcast version of the show, excuse me, the radio version of the show is completely different. There's music, there's people yelling at each other. I want to say one time there was a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a whole fight, if you will. Imagine two guys just going at it. Hey, man, that's my car. No, man, that's my car. Right, I'm stupid. I'm silly. We'll be right back with, uh, well, if you listen on the radio, we'll be right back with more Downright Sports Radio. All right, YouTube, you stick around. We're going to talk about the whip, some women in sports, and then we're going to kick sick. We're going to kick segment two into gear, all right? Downright Sports, everybody. I, I, I am Iron Man. Security and pull my niggas off of you. Why try stopping TV prime time coming through? Shut it down, disrespectful bitch. That's what we love to do. Check the method how I shred it. That ain't nothing new. Hectic like the tunnel. I said, wait, 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 wait. 
I'm a cyclone whore, dry stones, y'all. Want FaceTime with the iPhone 4 or be patient. More beef waiting, King James the game. Number one free agent. I've been winning, you've been losing. Dip set back, got the UN moving. Moving, chip free though late. Folks, yes, sir, on the East Coast drink. I said, wait, stop the party. I don't wanna hurt nobody Yo, I know a couple real killers that's Catholic uh -huh. White boys who speak black, cleaning they ratchet And they bloodline is Cyrus I'm the only Muslim in the crew They know I put that work in like a pirate Jill should slap the ox in the green jello Carving your face is like the sound of a sweet demo Swiss knives intimidate Roscoe Blood dripping over my Chris Nice The streets detect spit like Tabasco Never sip the blue suit or pink rosé That's more for like pretty women You so lame, so if you wanna get physical Staten Island Goons is in the Cut. Tony Stark's play the front like my genitals Yeah, I thought we was making a movie already, huh? Welcome home, dog! Oh, shucks, man I said, wait, wait Microphone right here. Microphone check. One, two. Is this? Uh, we are back. Uh, so, if you're listening on the radio, it was an interesting segment on YouTube because I had to just fill airtime, and I gotta learn how to do that now because I used to just take breaks. So basically, when we ended the segment, we would um, I would I don't know what the hell the we is, but I would uh go to break and you know give me time to like go get something to drink and run out the room. Like, my bottle of water has been sitting over there, and God, I got to get an assistant or an intern or something, some type, some, someone to help me out, if you will. Hold on, uh, uh, as I arrange something. So, the show 
is on YouTube live, but I also recorded uh, to have clips so I can help, like, so I can help, God almighty, so I can edit them and take best pieces and yada, 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 yada. So I got her hands up on her knees and then the bones are die. Ay, 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 Anyway, so this was actually going to be the first segment of today's show. And um, it's, some, it's kind of a reason why I took a break. Because I wanted to... I kind of wanted to think this one out. And I'm glad I did. Because if I would have did this topic just impromptu and on impulse, it could have turned out really bad. And I... Um, I, I, just, I don't need to get sued. Like, I'm not as big as that YouTuber that got sued by Cardi B. But, yeah, I can't afford that. <laughs> like, I can't afford that. So, athletes the athletes of today, and not 21st century athletes, just athletes of now, the, the aughts, if you will, have, they're different. They're different than athletes I grew up on. They're different than athletes I learned about. They're different than athletes that um, I, you know, the myths and the legends of from the past. I had glasses. Where the heck are they? They're over there. Just not prepared today. I'll be prepared later. (laughs) So, um, today's athlete is different. Today's athlete is okay with expressing their feelings. They're different and, you know, saying no to a lot of stuff. And today is Martin Athlete, and I think I wrote it down in my question. So, if you're looking here, there's actually a script to the show. And I write questions for myself on the show a lot of times if you're watching on YouTube Live or you just watch the clip later on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok. And I wrote down a list of questions. So the first question I wrote down is, is today's athlete stronger or weaker than athletes of the past? Af- so the reason, so I get, I'm going to play devil's advocate to myself. So athletes in the past were more reserved. They did speak. Guys were open. Ladies were open. But it was more or less open in the sense of how they felt about their team and their situation versus how they felt about themselves. These were team athletes I'm speaking of. Um, they were more concerned with, you know, like when it was something going on at home and stuff like that, they didn't really speak on it. They didn't really comment on it. They didn't really, um, express anything. And, um, athletes who kind of did go with me on this athletes who did express what they were going through or expressed emotion, didn't get the same kind of treatment that guys get or ladies get today. Prime example, Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens expressed he didn't want to be on the t- on the Eagles anymore. Or, no, he expressed he didn't want to play for the 49ers or mainly play with Jeff Garcia. Later on, the Eagles, he felt Donovan McNabb quit on the team and didn't want to be part of the team. He was, um, he was uh, painted as uh, a cancer in the locker room. Where you have now... Athletes like Ben Simmons, um, athletes like uh, Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, uh, Naomi Osaka, Simone Biles, uh, guys and girls like that, where 
they are saying for whatever reason, hey, I don't want to do X, Y, Z. I feel I should sit out despite maybe making millions and millions and millions of dollars. They're like, nah, that's good. I'm good. I'll take my back seat. And they're being praised for being open. They're being praised for being uh, 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 telling their truth, which is a phrase I can't stand because there's only one truth. If it's your truth, then what's different? If what's my truth any different than the other person's truth? I just don't get that. <laughs> I just don't get it. It's just a truth. It, there's one truth. There's an opinion, which seems to be everybody's afraid of saying. There's an opinion, and then there's, your tr- there's the truth. Today's athlete is okay with saying, now I don't know if they have the freedom to do what they want because of the fact that how much more money they make than athletes of the past, which brings me to, are they entitled? Is today's athlete more entitled? Where athletes, like if you go as far back, hey, if you're writing me on YouTube, I appreciate it. I just can't see it. (laughs) I just can't see it. So. Feel free to comment on this show. Uh, send an email to downrightsports11, excuse me, downrightsports11 at gmail.com. Downrightsports11 at gmail.com. Send your comments there. I will read them. Comment on the bottom. I will read them. I promise you. Whether good or bad, I will appreciate it. Back to what I was saying. Athletes of the past were totally, totally different. They were in a different mindset. They basically, you know, there was a time where the top baseball, top football, top basketball guys in the NBA, NHL, MLB, was not the top, but you know, you, you get what I'm saying, had second jobs. Season ended, they went to work. Season ended, they went back home. Season ended, they worked on the farm. Because the professional sports that they played were not the end all be all but the goal is to evolve those guys worked hard those got those girls worked those late the men and women the people geez you know what i'm talking about tired of being pc they worked hard so the people after them can make it they worked hard so people later can make it that's the idea my grandparents were born and lived through the depression they lived better than their parents my parents lived better than them I hope that I'm living better than what my parents did. That's the end game. That's the idea. That, kids, is the American dream. Fast forward to now, though, where today's athlete makes a ton of money. Life-changing money. In the cases of guys like James Harden and Ben Simmons, they make so much money, you can't even fathom it. You play lotto to try to achieve that money. You hope to slip and fall in a parking lot just to make what those guys make in a game, let alone a season. And yet, they will tell you. Now, I'm a, listen, go with me if you will. Throw, throw, throw everything out the window. Just throw it all out. Throw it all out. Take away Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving and James Harden. We're going to talk basketball. We're going to talk basketball. You know what? Let's throw some football players in it. Aaron Rodgers. Take all those guys. And you take their situation and take it away from situations like Simone Biles, who was part of some, the worst egregious thing that can happen known to man. No, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy where that doctor stole those girls' trust when he did what he did. He just stole their trust from them by doing what he did. He deserves to rock where he's at. 
she she has been performing on autopilot and had reached with the pandemic and everything. She reached her breaking point and was like, "I'm done. I'm done. I I I, I can't." She couldn't because like. You gotta say to yourself, she's been quarantined for so long. Like it, it just, it might have drummed up memories to what happened to her. So she's just done. All right. Kyrie Irving just ain't want to play with LeBron. Kyrie Irving just didn't want to, does, just doesn't want to get a vaccine shot. Ben Simmons just got his feelings hurt. James Harden just wants to play with somebody that's going to be better. That's completely different. That kid's his entitlement. Aaron Rodgers manipulating words, that kid's his entitlement. Antonio Brown walking off the field, that kid's his entitlement. Because where was Antonio Brown's, where was his commitment to his teammates when he abandoned them? You got such a problem with the head coach, you deal with it. Where was your, where was your, you don't, maybe you don't play, but you don't walk off the field like that and embarrass your teammates. Forget the franchise, forget the name on the jersey, forget the people that give you your salary that makes your life better. Because the word Antonio Brown was that I'm not, I don't have mental health issues, I'm wealthy. Okay? You got said wealth because you had the luxury of playing in the NFL under these quote-unquote evil people who sign and pay your check. You don't walk off the field because that's entitlement. Now, I'm in soccer. Big star. Tennis is brighting light. Next beaming light. The heir apparent potentially to Serena Williams. Now, she apparently may... I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist. She has certain things that she wants to deal with. But, let's... I'm going to piss people off with this one. You cannot, I repeat, you cannot tell or ask people to basically, hey, just mind your business. But at the same time, post said business. I get on this stupid thing and talk all the time. If somebody wants to tell me their opinion of me or what I say or do, guess what? I got to suck it up because I put myself out there. I can't say, don't listen to what I said. If I'm yelling from a rooftop, people are going to hear me and they're going to go, I wonder what he's talking about. The dumbest thing you can say to a person is mind your business if you're putting your business out there. That's an old phrase. Old people used to say it all the time. Don't put all your business out in the street. Don't put all, if, you're, if you're of a certain age, you used to hear, don't put all your business out in the street. If you're tired of people looking at your Instagram, either make it private or take it down. So, where are we? Are, we, are they entitled or are they just different? Which brings me to my last question. What does today's modern athlete care mostly about? Do they mainly care about money? Do they mainly care about winning? Or do they care about freedom? Because what it seems like to me is a combination of the two. The freedom and the money go hand in hand. You make enough money where you have enough freedom to basically tell whoever's in charge of you or write your check to jog on. Is that right? Is it right if you ask for a crazy amount of, if you ask for anything, let's not even make it about like this stupid astronomical amount of money. If you come to me and ask me for a dollar to do a dance and I ask you to dance and you go, nah, I ain't feeling it. Am I obligated to pay you that dollar? You want me to pay you to do a service, but you don't want to do the service. I'm sorry. That just don't compute. 
<laughs> now, if you're hurt, okay, you got a death in the family, fair. You're not feeling well. Maybe you are, if you are suffering from some sort of like mental illness, because mental illness is legit. It's not fake. It's real. It's real. There are people I know that suffer through it, and it's not good. They, they cope with it every day. They find ways to get through it. They find ways to, sorry, they find ways to uh, 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 grow from it and not let, them, let it control them. But what we're having is a system of too many athletes that just throw that out there. Oh, I got mental illness. Oh, I got mental illness. Oh, I got mental illness. Some of the people I know that have it don't just throw it out there. They confront it, they admit it, and they try not to let it guide them. They try not to let it steer them. They try to use it as more not as a weakness, but as a strength. And that's where we're that's where we've we've come to in this, and that's what brings me back. And in some cases, some of today's athletes, especially NBA athletes. Do kind of have a little bit of this, like, oh my god. Kevin Durant, perfect example. I think I wrote him down. Kevin Durant. Yeah, he plays. One of the best in the game. But Kevin Durant gets his feelings hurt when somebody asks him, well, let's do a press conference, if you will. KD. Kid, Kitty, Kitty, Kitty. I got a question. I got a question. This is uh, Steve Lowry of uh, the South Bay Times. Um, were your sneakers too tight tonight? They look a little tight. I, I don't feel like I need to talk about my sneakers at all. Like, I don't I don't feel like that's any of your business. I, I'm talking about my sneakers. Uh, Kevin, that's fair. That's fair, but you, in the post game, you brought up that your sneakers were too tight. You said it, that your sneakers were tight, and I was just backing off of what you said so fair um can, can I ask you about your game tonight like you you missed two shots I think it's historic that you only missed two shots scoring 80 points yeah you you harping on me missing the two um I'm not gonna talk now uh, okay you're not gonna talk uh, why, why are you at the podium? You 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 didn't have to come out. I need my book bag. I need my book bag. I mean, that's what it, on the, to me. Every time I watch these guys, that's what it looks like. You look at somebody like Chris Paul up there, happy to talk. <laughs> LeBron James is a different category. You know what I'm saying? But it, I mean. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I have no problem being wrong in this. Prove me wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Convince me. That's the word I'm looking for. Convince me. Me, the notorious sports critic, that he's wrong. That's why I named myself the notorious sports critic, because I am criticizing things. I'm giving my opinion. Ha. My opinion. My truth, if you will. Downright Sports, everybody. This is where we at. Uh, check this out. Uh, we're going to not even take a break. We're going to pause for like six seconds. And we're going to do the uh, It's News. That's right. <laughs> I rebranded the segment to just 
it's news. And uh, I'm going to throw on some Kanye West and others. I didn't feel like writing all their names. But Kanye West and Pusha T and Ghostface Killer and Godflow. So uh, let's go into it's news, everybody. Let's gear up. It's news! And here we go. The CIAA Championship commenced last week. It ended. It's over. The CIAA men, women's um, team. There's a new women's champion in the CIAA. One of the historical black conferences. It's a big event. It was in uh, Charlotte. Did I write it down? Where was it? I don't remember. Anyway, uh, for the first time ever, Lincoln. Out of Pennsylvania, won its first ever women's CIAA championship. They beat Elizabeth City 67 to 52. Brianna Brown 28.6 rebounds. That's a strong game. And the men's Fairville State won its first. If I'm correct in my research, won its first championship since 1973 over Virginia Union, who's uh, is a mainstay. In that tournament, uh, the final score was 65 to 62. Uh, Jalen Seeger, 15 points. Zion Cousins, 9 points, 13 rebounds. A big, strong game there. Uh, the uh, Division One conference tournament start ACC March 8th through the 12th. Big East uh, March. Uh, excuse me, the Big East, March 3rd through the 12th. No, that's not right. March 9th through the 12th. What is that three there for? <laughs> the Big 10 starts March 9th through the 13th. Big 12, March 9th through the 13th. Pac-12, the Conference of Champions, 9th through the 12th. And the Big South starts on the 2nd through the 6th, so tomorrow. Some news, if you will. The uh, Green Bay Packers general manager said... No offers for Aaron Rodgers have been posed to them. I think it's a lie because apparently the Washington Commanders are looking into him. Don't know why. He's not going there. The New York Giants have been listening to this show. Why? Because I've been saying for half a year now, trade Saquon Barkley. And it looks like the Giants will trade or interested. He's out there. What will they trade him for? A can of Dulce Keys, probably. Uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, 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 uh, is set to return this summer after having soldier, uh, surgery on his shoulder. What team will he be playing for? Eh. Uh, let's go to campus. The men's, um, the men standing as such. Uh, Gonzaga is number one. Arizona, Baylor. Duke fill out and Auburn fill out the top five. Kansas, Kentucky, Purdue, Providence, Wisconsin, Villanova, Texas Tech, Tennessee, Houston, and Arkansas fill out the next fill out uh, six through fifteen. USC, UCLA, UConn, St. Mary's, Illinois, Texas, Murray State, Ohio State, Iowa, and Alabama six fill out uh, sixteen through twenty five. Some teams that are on the bubble to watch out for. Leola, Chicago, uh, Creighton, San Francisco, Wake Forest, Michigan, Rutgers, and uh, Virginia Tech, just to name a few, are currently on the bubble. In the women's, let's go through this. 
1 through 25. Ready? South Carolina, Stanford, North Carolina State, Louisville, Baylor, USC, Yukon, Iowa State, Texas, Michigan, Maryland, Iowa, Ohio State, Indiana, Arizona, North Carolina, BYU, Tennessee, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, Florida Golf Conference, Florida, Georgia, and Georgia Tech are all right now in the top 25. Uh, Paige Becker's yeah, I said it right. I almost messed it up. Paige Becker's return for UConn, which in my opinion has made UConn the favorite, even though South Carolina has been running away with the uh, the, 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 the entire season. In the college baseball, home run leaders from North Carolina State, freshman Timmy White in eight games, nine home runs. Brad Muller, Mummer, something like that, from... <laughs> um, Albany senior seven games eight home runs Hunter uh, Hunter Duger San Diego State sophomore eight games seven home runs Jake Goff sophomore U, um, UVA seven games five home runs special shout out to a kid I had the privilege of coaching Hunter Gillum Jr. Longwood eight games four home runs tied for eight and the and that is the news if you will it's just news. <laughs> it's just news. Hey, we're going to wrap this show up. This is Downrange Sports. This is exhausting. So <laughs> we are back. So let's wrap this up. Uh, let's take a look at the NBA and what's going on. So in my opinion, unlike years past, the NBA for the first time ever has no Iron Man. There's no face of the league that Iron Man reference. If you watch the MCU, Iron Man was the face of the MCU. Well, currently right now, there's kind of no face of the MCU. And DC is pretty much Batman, even though it should be Superman, but whatever. Any case, in the NBA, for decades and decades and decades for the NBA, you can always count on a shining beacon, the guy who stood head and shoulders above everybody. In the 60s, it was Russell and the Celtics. You can throw uh, Chamberlain there if you want to. You can throw Jerry West in there if you want to. Elgin Baylor. But it was really Russell because he just ran away with it. In the 70s, it was kind of wide open, but not really. Uh, you had guy, You had a collection of guys. You had uh, Kareem. You had uh, Pistol Pete. You had, it, was, it was a lot of different guys, but um, I digress. In the 80s, you had Magic and Bird. In the 90s, you had Jordan. In the odds, it's tough. But in the odds, I may want to throw Kobe in there, Shaq, Wade. But the odds, in my opinion, the early 2000s, describe what I'm getting ready to say. We're going to come back to the early 2000s. In the teens, you had LBJ, LeBron James. No question, LeBron runs away with it. Now, is it still LeBron or is it others? LeBron, in his zeal of 
you know, master domination of global takeover, if you will. Uh, If LeBron was in Pinky in the brain, LeBron would be brain and Anthony Davis would be Pinky. He would always be messing things up for LeBron because Anthony Davis can stay on the court. But I thought it was funny. Any case, look at the 2000s, look at now. In the 2000s, Jordan left. Shaq and Kobe ran away with three championships, going to four, but ultimately losing the fourth. Actually, I may give the early 2000s to Tim Duncan. A quiet, he shared, him and Kobe might have shared it with LeBron James learning from them. Think about it. Tim Duncan pretty much owned the early, he owned the odds. He won probably, him and Kobe won won the same amount of championships, both winning five, and LeBron in there in that conversation, but then, the two th- then the teens came and LeBron, without question, it became his lead. The crazy thing is, it's still his lead. But there are better, there are players out there that are in the weeds trying to take it from him. He's just too great to give it up. You better mark that because I may never say those words again. But you got now guys like John Morant. Wait, there's still Steph Curry. Wait, you got the Greek Freak. Wait, you got Luca. Wait, you got Embiid. Wait, you got Kevin Durant. Wait, you have I'm shoot, I'm sure you you, you still have Kawhi Leonard somewhere <laughs> waiting to get a paycheck. Wait, is Zion Williamson ever gonna get in shape? If he does, he could easily become his league. The league is wide open, and I'm sure there's other players I haven't even thought about yet. But is it possible? Unlike any other time before. LeBron James is the first player to pretty much own three decades of basketball. The mid to late aughts, the teens, and now the beginning of the 20s, the roaring 20s. Yeah, I stole it. I said it. It's very well possible because he is still one of the best in the game, if not the best. He is lead, he's one of the lead scorers. Here we are. 29 points a game at 37 years old. He is killing it. He's doing his thing. His team suck, but he don't. So I'm, I'm, it's it's a question I pose that I'm gonna probably come back to as the season wraps up. But is it Curry's league? Could it be Curry's league? For a while, we all thought he was the face of the league. Is playing in the West Coast hurting him? It doesn't hurt LeBron, but LeBron transcends the game, and that puts you in that conversation. So anyway, as we move on with three questions of this segment, lazy NBA players. This is not a question. This is me making a blunt statement. Players are lazy. You know, the fact that Kimball Walk is like, me and the Knicks, my dog's about to shake, and go. And Mariana, the co-host, is away. Hey, man, Mary. <laughs> the bull is up. All right, players are lazy. Quite frankly, quite simple. Uh, Kimball Walker and the Knicks agreeing not to play for the rest of the year. John Wall is not playing. He's making like $40 million to sit at home. This is outrageous. This is dumb. Play it. This, this will bite the players in the butt. I don't understand how the John Wall's not playing. Honestly, I don't understand the Knicks didn't trade for him. John Wall has New York written all over him. Not playing, sitting on the bench, collecting a lot of money. And he's a point guard? Come on. John Wall to the Knicks. Hashtag. Hashtag Wall to the Knicks. I see it coming. Hashtag Wall to the Knicks. Hashtag Knicks make playoffs first year. Hashtag Wall never plays again. Woo! Now, let's wrap things up. Who's the most, most? Somebody posed this question to me actually earlier, and I couldn't help but write it down. More disappointing, Lakers or Knicks? Well, as a Knicks fan, it's the Knicks. It's <laughs> simple as that. But the Lakers, 
their disappointment is in so many different. The, the Knicks and the Lakers' disappointment are in two different area, two different countries. Okay, Knicks' disappointment is just quite simply they just never improve. Players, uh, um, uh, 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 Julius Randolph went from being one of the most like dominant players to just being one of the most sensitive players. The fans booed you, and you cried. Stop being a punk. Um, the Lakers is just they're old. As he said in Happy Madison, but you're you're old. Was it Happy Madison? What was that movie? No, that was Big Daddy when his girlfriend was cheating and the guy was old. He's like, because he's old with his old wrinkly, you know what I'm about to say. The LeBron James is the only, he's the fountain of youth. He's the Tom Brady. But the rest of the team, if you're the Lakers, you should be disappointed. You literally have three of the top 25 best players in the league and you are currently taking to the board. 27 and 33. You can't even be a 500 team with the greatest of LeBron James. With uh, we don't know what happened to Russell Westbrook, but go with me if you will. A guard who plays as hard as Russell Westbrook, I'm not surprised to see him shut down. The history of the game just tells you that guards who play hard like him, they shut down. Look at a Chris Paul. He's not as ferocious as a Russell Westbrook or uh, uh, Derrick Rose. He's got longevity because he's more of a finesse guy. Uh, Steph Curry, kind of a finesse guy. So you could just see, like, Russell may be done. He might have hit the wall. As far as Anthony Davis goes, he's just a bust. Like, it's a wrap. The guy cannot stay healthy. When he's healthy, he's great. But he's not healthy. He just can't. It's sad. It's not his fault. His body's just failing him. Like, there's nothing he can do about it. And unless he just turns into... A spot shooter, which will still not help LeBron. It's you know, it's sad. It really is. So the most disappointing team? Oh, it's the Knicks by far. Well, it's not because the Knicks are disappointing every year. The Knicks is like that child that gets arrested all the time. Like your mom loves him, and she knows like he's never coming home for Thanksgiving. He's never going to be there for Christmas. He shows up one random Earth Day, you know, and brings his mom like a bunch of stuff. She goes, "That's you, Knicks. I love Knicks and Dad." Across the street is just like, I'm tired of paying so much. I'm tired of paying uh, $5,000 to sit courtside to just watch him throw his life away. And mom's just like, no, he's a good one. I love him. And then, you know, <laughs> too dark. Anyway, Downright Sports, everybody, I appreciate it. We'll be back next week. We're going to be back. All, we're just going to. We're going to blow through to April. Okay? No more breaks. Uh, unless it gets boring. But <laughs> uh, you listen to this show. Uh, you can always hear the show here. Live 365 slash DJ Chase Radio. Every Wednesday at 4 o'clock. You can always listen to the show every Thursday at 8 o'clock on DynastyRadioNY.com. You can always listen to the show 3 o'clock p.m. on Trap Radar Radio. You can always download the show on all major platforms as such. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Radio Public, and Google Play and others. You can always hear. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out at TikTok. Check us out at YouTube. Go to our Facebook group page at Downright Sports. Go to my Twitter at BrentReed18. Email the show at DownrightSports11 at gmail.com. Be if become a uh, become a part. Uh, I don't know. I can't come up with nothing clever to say. Just become a fan of the show. Sometimes the, the simplest words are the better. Okay, just become a fan of the damn show. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. As always, be safe. Deuces. Pray for the Ukraine. Out.
Let them 